Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was talking with my wife, and she said something her father always used to tell her. Uh, Pop Bridges used to tell her all the time. Just because you can do something don't mean you should do it. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had to learn that in my life. You know, just because you can do something does not necessarily mean you should do it. You know, I could tell people off oftentimes, but it don't mean I should do it. You know, I could go here and set the record straight a lot of times, but it don't mean I should do it. Well, I've learned a lot in that lesson, folks. 
And because I have a relationship with my creator, what it's done is it's allowed me uh, to learn even more how to stay still on a lot of issues that's troubling me. It's taught me over the years. I've learned it the hard way. I do want you to understand that. That sometimes it's better to be still. Sometimes it's better to just let God handle the situation. That's hard to say. And I, I, I know it's hard to say because we think as people, but if I do this, I would feel better. If I do this, they would know it's coming from me. If I do this, now they'll feel how I feel. See, but that's not always the best way, though, I've found in my life. See, sometimes you got to, like old people used to say, you got to let go and let God. Sometimes you got to do that. I'm going to tell you something, man. I learned a lot from my mother being a Sunday school teacher. But, you know, at the same time, when she was, when I was young, I thought she was just an old, old person just talking to me. I didn't get it. You know how you talked, you know, how your parents used to talk to you and you didn't get it? And they used to always say, well, wait till you have your own kids. You'll get it then. And sure enough, you got it then. Well, I'm the same way. I'm no different. You know, I don't have no different life than you. You know, I don't have no different upbringing than you. I don't have no different different uh, ways that I can live and you can't. You know, I, I got to live by the same laws of the land that you got to live by. I got to obey the principles of success. If I want to be successful, I got to bam. And, you know, and if I want to go to heaven, I, I got to do what God tell me to do as many times as I can. Now, you ain't going to get it all right, but he understand that. And I just get on with the best I can, but... So many times, man, we get stuck. We get stuck right there, man, worrying about, you know, how, how it's going to come across. And, 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 and what I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of going around here because I'm trying to find a way to tell you this, that, that, that you won't get twisted. The bottom line, you got to let go and let God. You have to allow him to do it his way. See, my way, I thought myself to a certain point, but. To go further, I had to let God have it. You know, I found out I wasn't all that good a driver. I found out I wasn't all that good of a explorer with a map. I found out my compass skills was oftentimes a little bit off. I found out that my map reading skills wasn't what I thought it was. So I had to let go. I had to let God. And you got to understand that God works in mysterious ways. You know, and right, how often had I thought it was over for me? But what God was doing was he was teaching me a lesson. He was showing me something that I needed to know. He was allowing me to experience some things, but he didn't let me go under. You know how they say God will never put more on you than you can bear? He won't let you go under. And But he did not say. You know, it's like the scripture that Bishop Omer taught me when I was going through that traumatic thing on the Internet, man. It was really, really, man, trying to destroy what I had worked for and my family and this new life that God had presented me. And the devil is busy. The devil don't like to see you happy. So here he comes. He puts you under attack. And here comes the internet and everything. And my kids are suffering. But, you know, here, here comes God, though. See, God don't put more on you than, than you can bear. Bishop Omer sent me a scripture. He sent me Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. And in that scripture, it says to the effect that you can walk through the water, the rivers, and the water won't overcome you. But then it said, you can walk through a fire and you will not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. I learned something very valuable that day. See, God sent me through something, but he was showing me something too. Now, he didn't do it. See, God didn't bring that calamity into my life because 
in Isaiah 54, 17, it says clearly that if anyone comes against you, it will not be my doing. But he, now this is what he promised you when people come for you though. See, and this is what I learned. That's why I have no fear of the people coming anymore. See, because I learned that. But God had to send me through a traumatic experience in order for me to learn that. See, you can't have a testimony without a test. You know what I'm saying? You can't learn nothing without a lesson. See, so what he did was he allowed that internet thing come across into my life, but he taught me something. And Isaiah 43, 1 and 2 was, and you can walk through the fire and not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. So what that said to me was, even though you're trying to do me and there's fire all around me, I won't burn. But when it's over, kindling won't set upon your clothing. What that showed me was, and what it taught me was, not only will I walk through the fire and not get burned, but there will be no signs that I was ever in the fire. There's no signs of it. But now hold up, though. Now here go the part, though, that I had to learn. Even though you can walk through the fire, y'all, and even though you're being flames are scorching all around you, if you trust him, he ain't going to let you burn. But now hear what he did not say, though. He did not say that it was not going to be uncomfortably hot, wickedly hot in there. He ain't say that. He just said you won't burn. And when it's over, it won't be no kindling on your clothes. It won't be no signs that you was in the fire. See, what happened to me was after they tried to destroy me, let me show you what God did for me. Not only did I not, not only did they not accomplish what they set out to do, but when they was through with me though, when they was through throwing the gas and throwing the fire and throwing the hate and writing it and lying and creating all these names for themselves so it could look like more people was hating. When they got through with all that, look at me. Man, look what he did to me. Look what he did for me because he taught me something that day. And I'm sharing it with you because God will do the same thing for you. But you got to trust him, though. You got to get in there and you got to let him do it. You got to let him handle it. So just like Pop Bridges taught my wife Marjorie, just because you can do something don't mean you ought to do something. Yeah, you could go down there and straighten them out, but should you, though? Yeah, you can go down there and tell them off. Yeah, you can go down and stand up and make sure they know it's your voice that they're hearing. And you can get in their face and make a scene. But should you, though, or should you let go and let God? See, so before we run all out in the streets and somebody that, 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 that we form in these groups and somebody go out there and do something crazy, let's hold tight. Now, I'm not saying don't go out there, but you got to watch who you go out there with because somebody crazy. You, could be, you can go down there with peace in your heart. Somebody decide, I'm going to throw a brick through here and bust a window. Hold up, partner. Hold up. That ain't what we're down here doing. So, see, sometimes, man, you got to let go and you got to let God. You got to let God have a situation sometimes. And you get in there and do the things that he tell you to do. See, Bishop Oman taught me a lot. He had another book out, and he said, uh, you know, Knowing God's Voice or something like that. I'm not sure of the title. But I never really knew the definition of how do you know it's God's voice talking to you? Well, he clearly made a statement. God's voice has no sin in it. See, anything you're talking about, whenever you're talking about, I'm going to show him, I'm going to get him back, I'm going to write a letter and I'm going to tell him down at his job. If it's sin in it, God ain't in it. See, that's you now. God's voice has no sin in it. So when you say, God told me, be careful, because God ain't never told you to go do nothing wrong. That ain't what he told you. And I learned that too. It's a lot. So I'm just sharing today. I hope 
it helps somebody today get through a difficult time because the show has helped me. And I'm just talking to myself now because I got another one I'm looking at. I'm dealing with it, though. I'm all good. Please know. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. Why? Because it's about to go down. <laughs> well, all off up in here. When? About right now. How come? Because we wanted to. What for? Because we bought it. <laughs> Who them? All of us. Man. Like that, Tommy? Junior? <laughs> I love that Yes, sir. That yes, sir. Who them? All Who us? Them? All us. Yes. And now the person who's offended by all of that, <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Mm-hmm. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Hey, crew. Junior boy. Unc, what's going on? Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. Got it. On it. Bout it. <laughs> I, want, I want to do some questions today. I don't know why I like that little segment. You love Ask Steve, huh? Yeah, I don't man. know what that is, man. Just we like have it. asked you everything. <laughs> <laughs> you love that segment, huh? <laughs> Okay, Steve, you've done everything. Uh, in, what, what are some of the things you look forward to doing upon retirement? Because, you know, surely uh, you're going to retire at some point. Golfing a lot, uh, probably at least twice a week, maybe three. Mm-hmm. I want to play golf twice a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love that. Uh, if not, once a week would be great. Uh, I want to go see some more of the world. Oh, okay, that's good. The United States is very, very small in the total scheme of things. Uh, I want to uh, live in Africa. Oh, you uh, do? Where? Yeah. What part? South? I, I haven't seen? decided yet. Oh. Yeah, I do want to go live in Africa. Yeah, I very much do. Yeah, it's just something I've been thinking about lately. and so Like you know, for a period of time or forever? Live there. I mean, you know, I come here, but you know, I like it here. But oh, okay. I wanna, you know yeah. this area. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar. <laughs> You know, but I, I but I, I've I've wanted to live in Africa for quite some time, but I also want a place in uh, the Middle East. Mm, okay. Well, you're gonna have some help. Now, what you gonna do over there? <laughs> what you mean? Come to hate. Uh-huh. Come to hate. On, on come to hate. He's gonna miss his uncle. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what is you gonna do in the middle. What's wrong with the Middle West? What where where's Uh-oh. what's the East so popular for? Okay. Uh, peace. In the mm. Middle East. Mm. Peace. Okay. Abu Dhabi, Dubai, very, very peaceful place to live. Junior has a question, Steve. Yeah, Not Junior. so much crime. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unc, man, after you get done, do you ever see yourself ever just doing something regular, like just sitting on a porch for a few hours and talking no. crap? No. You can't do that no more. I don't want no porch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you no. mean you don't want a porch? I don't want a porch. I've always had porches. Oh, <laughs> That's what he meant. No, no, I didn't do no damn porch. <laughs> I thought you'd miss it. Uh, you got... Out back by the pool, but not on the porch. <laughs> you got one, Carla? <laughs> I do. We can do it when we come back. Oh, well, we'll maybe do some more of these throughout the show, Steve. We got to get out of here right now. All right, hang on to that. Uh, hang on to your question, Carla. Uh, coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll do more of Ask Steve. Why? Because Steve likes it. And guess what? It's his show, okay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll wow. Be easy. I didn't look at it like that. <laughs> we'll be back at 32 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, we're back with Ask Steve, one of your favorite segments. Um, all right, I think you had a question, Carla. Because you know what? A lot huh? of times I don't get to say, like, inner things about myself. You know what I really mm-hmm. think and feel. No, nobody really asked me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you, you know. like that, huh? Okay. Okay, I got a quick question. Remember, I mean, keep your I mean, answer short, though. I mean, you know, with my mm. us, you know, I mean, you know, with my radio audience, because that's a different audience for me. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and you can do you. No attention to share. <laughs> 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 we want right, to get more question. questions in. <laughs> what was the last item you purchased? Oh, uh, some clothes. What? Some Armani. Oh, Armani suits? No, I don't wear these suits. There ain't nothing wrong with them. I wear the pants and shirts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Got two pair of Armani shoes. I had them for years. Still wear them. Uh-huh. But just some summer stuff, slacks. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. One shirt, about three pair of pants. Mm-hmm. Bought some other Got stuff it. had to get altered, but they, they real fly though. Oh, yeah. I like it. Getting ready for summer yeah. and spring. I'm Tommy? Yeah. Tommy? Yeah, I got one. I got one. If you could make a rule for the day that everybody had to abide by, what would that rule be? Don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> or... <laughs> You you you, ta- you talking to us to abide by the rule, Tommy? Anybody. Everybody. Don't ask me for nothing. That'd be great. If I, if I win a day, seriously, man, if I win a day without a series of people asking me for something, that, that, w- that would be a great day, man. Like like what? What do people ask you? I mean, only thing I could really think that they ask you for is, one, of course, money. And There's then, not a day. Yeah. There's not a single day that goes by, somebody don't ask me for some money. Wow. Not a single day. And then number two, I would think, would people would want to want you to help them with something. Help and number three, my time. Mm. But you like helping people. I ain't you got like no problem mentoring? with helping some people. Oh, oh. <laughs> put that song oh, out yeah. there. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got you. No, you know what, man? But some people try to make you think like you have an obligation to them, mm-hmm. and you that's and that's something. what kind of ticks me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I don't like people trying to monopolize my own time for their own selfish gains. Nothing to do with me. No benefit to me. Mm-hmm. But if I give them my time, it's all a benefit to them. Then when I don't have time for them, now they now I'm trifling. Okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah. All right. You mentioned earlier you want to see more of the world. You like to travel and things. So, so I gotta ask you this: Would you ever, ever travel to space? Would you ever get in a spaceship? And hell no. You wouldn't do that. Hell no. Because a lot of people oh, think not? that's exciting. Yeah. About to go up there for what? Well, to see. To see. You see what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> from you a different perspective. Know, I see it all from here. Telescope. <laughs> Okay. All right. So yeah, that's all a no. I need to, oh, hell no. I'm going up in no space. Okay. They say okay. it's nice. Yeah, and be weightless up there and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. 30 million, would yeah. you go? You can get in that down here. No, I ain't going up in space for 30 million. 50? No. no, no, no. Listen to me. People don't come back. Y'all don't hear about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There is no what? amount. People, People don't come, come back. back. Astronauts no, come back all, right. all the time. Yeah. But <laughs> it, I mean, we've lost quite a few of astronauts yes. in this program. Well, I ain't going to go up there. Not for no 50 and 30, nothing else. Hell no. How long? <laughs> Just for however long the run is. I mean, you know, however no, long it true. is. For yeah. a week, yeah. No, however a week? long they stay. Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs>
All right, mm. Junior, your question. I'm going to use bathroom mm. in this suit for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I have no idea what that'd be like for me. I got to get out this damn spaceship. <laughs> Go ahead, Junior. All right, Unc, who would you like to sit down and have a conversation with over a cigar with that you haven't had a chance to do? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah, man. Mr. Belrogan, that would be like my, my, my great gift to both of us. Well, I mean, would it be about golf tips or what? Golf tips? Yeah, from him to you. Oh, no, he can't help me out. I don't play that good. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if Trust he gave me. you some tips. No, I don't want no golf I want to talk to him about life. I want to talk to him about his father. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Earl. Okay, get, let me ask one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. If, 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 if you could be reincarnated and come back, what would you come back at? Me. <laughs> I'd be there. Other than yourself, Steve. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a great answer. Wow. I'd come back as him, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would you, you would. Like me. No, I, I, you know, I like me. I'm okay mm-hmm. with me. The good, the bad, the ugly, all, I'm okay with me. Yeah, you're winning. You're winning. pretty okay. cool person. Yeah. What winning. makes you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carl. Mm, go ahead. It's go you. Ahead. It's you. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Steve, what makes you annoyed? What annoys mm. you? Uh, I, I can't stand everything. <laughs> I, I can't stand <laughs> incompetence. I, you know what, man? Like, if I tell a person, "Hey, man, you're doing this wrong," you, "Hey, man, I'm telling you, 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 you're blowing it, man. You're messing it up," and you steady do it, that I, that like irks me to no end. Mm-hmm. I, if I, especially if I'm telling you for your own good. And I know it could help you get to where you're trying to get to, but you continually do it. Like, I'm going to tell you something, man. There's a person in my uh, around me uh, who has no idea how to manage time and to be organized. And it's the most frustrating thing because I tell them over and over and over again, you've got to get better management of your time and you got to get organizational skills or you're going to blow it, man. And I tell them this all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. And it's so frustrating to watch a really, really talented person Mm -hmm. and you know the thing that's holding them back because you're Mm -hmm. familiar with it and you tell it to them out of love. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. give it to them. Mm -hmm. And they sit up and in your face and go, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, I understand it. Wow, I never looked at it like that. And then don't do a single thing to fix it. That annoys me, man. Wow. Mm. Wow. That. Man. Jesus Christ. Okay, so Steve, you had um, such good reaction uh, when you had the beard and everything and you had that phase going on. Would you grow yeah. your beard back and, oh, and yeah. wear it publicly again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might do it soon. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up, we'll have more fun. The nephew is here to run that yeah, prank yeah. back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the one thing Martha Stewart won't do with Snoop and 50 Cent's art break. Wow, wait till you hear this. But right now, the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Y'all ain't married. Now run it. (laughs) Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Brian. Yeah, this is he. How you doing, Brian? My name is Daniel. I wanted to give you a call today. You you got a minute? Uh, yeah. Okay. Listen. Um, 
you're you're Brian um Brian right? You're married to uh to Althea? Yeah. Hello hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, that that's me, that's my wife, yeah. Okay. Got a question for you. How long have you guys been married? Going on nine years now. We've been married. Now, who is this? My name is Daniel. Were were you um were were you guys married at, at Greater New Missionary Baptist Church? Uh, let me see. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's the name of that church. Yeah, Greater. New by nine years. Yeah, that's right. What, why? What's going on? What what you asking me all these questions for? Okay. Do you remember the 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 the, the minister that officiated your actual uh, wedding ceremony? Yeah, that was uh, Reverend. Reverend. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got the right person. I wanted to make sure I had the right person, uh, Brian. So I'm I'm sorry if it if it seemed a little weird to you. Here right. here's what's going on. We've just come up with a new discovery, a lot of information that uh, Reverend. None of his credentials are true. Everything is false. He's not a minister at all. He never was a minister, and every single wedding ceremony that he officiated is basically null and void. So, I, and I hate to be the, the the bearer of bad news, but you and Althea, even though you think you've been married for nine years, you guys are not married oh, no. at all. No, 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 no. That that you got to have the wrong person. Cause me and that thing, we got we got married about nine years ago, and Reverend he he the preacher. I I I I know that. I know that. What I'm telling you is, he he's he never was ordained. He's never been an ordained minister. He's not a minister at all. So when he performed this ceremony, your wedding ceremony, he had no right to be doing that. You guys are not are not married. You know, you guys have been living in sin for nine years. Hold on, hold hold on, Doc. Let me tell you something. I ain't been living in no sin. Me and my wife, we have been married for nine years, and that man, he's a preacher. I'm telling you, he's a preacher. I heard him preach last Sunday. Sir, as of today, he has, he has no right to be in anybody's pulpit. He has no right to be officiating, whether it's weddings or funerals, no matter what it is, christenings for children. He's not allowed to do that, and we have uh, officially stopped him from doing anything serving under uh, uh, as being a pastor or a minister. We have stopped that. But what I want you to know is that you have been living in sin, and you don't you. That we want to try and get you guys married as soon as possible, so you're not living in sin. Oh no, Doc! I ain't been living in no sin. I have been married for nine years. This woman, she has been taking care of me and my kids for the past nine wait, wait, years. Wait, 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 wait a minute! Wait a minute! Now, you, you guys have my... you guys have children? Yeah, yeah, we, we got two two kids, two beautiful kids. Okay, then those kids are bastards. Bastards? Hold on. Hold on, let me tell you something. My kids ain't no bastards. What about your kids? Your kids are bastards? No, sir. My kid, my kids were born in wedlock. Your kids have been born out of you, wedlock. I'm telling you, that man did my service, and he is a preacher. He's a man after God's own heart himself. He done done everything that, that he could for me and my family. He is a preacher. Sir, I, I, don't, I, I know it's hard for you to, to, to swallow the truth. But I want you to know, and I need you to be able to tell Althea that you guys are not married. Not as of right now. No. No. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, back in the olden days, but before all these all these colleges and stuff came came about, you telling me that them men back in the old days, that they wasn't no preachers? That they wasn't men, men after the cloth? Is that what you're saying to me? Uh, well, what, what, are you, what, are you, what, are you, what are you getting at, sir? 
what I'm trying to say is back in the older days, back in the 20s and 30s, they didn't have all these colleges and all these degrees and stuff like these new preachers got these days. That man now, he was from back then. And God called them, and that's what they went on to. And all them people that they married back then, they did the same thing today. You don't need no degree to say that, that you're a preacher. You don't need no license to say you, you're a preacher. Me and my wife, we've been married for nine years. My kids have been born in wedlock. We were sir, married. We were married by Reverend My friends and family, they was all there. Sir, the bottom line is that you have been living in sin because you have not been married with your wife for the last nine years. And your kids, I, I, I hate to say it, your kids are bastards. Now, hold on now. I done told you. Don't say nothing else about my kids. See, now, I ain't no cusser, but don't push me. My kids ain't no bastards. You understand me? You don't get me up, sir. I'm trying to give you the truth and try to get you in here and get you married so you will not be living in sin any more than what you are. I ain't living in no sin. Look, now, you don't make me whoop your ASS. You understand? Me and my wife, we have been married for nine years. Don't sit up here and call me talking about that we ain't mad that that man ain't no preacher. You understand? Now get off my so, phone. But you, that's my wife. Those are my kids. They have been born in wedlock. You understand? Sir, sir, I, I, I just wanted to call and give you the information so that you could probably stop living in sin. That's all I wanted to do. I ain't living in no sin. That's what I just told you. You ain't hear me? I ain't living in no sin. Maybe you the one that's living up in some sin. Now, you ain't got nothing to say to me. That man that married us nine years ago. Now, get sir, your ASS off my phone. Sir, sir, I got, sir, I have one more thing. I, one more thing I'd like to say. You to ain't you, got sir. nothing else to say to me. You ain't get your ASS off my DAM phone now. Do you understand me? Oh. I ain't got time for this foolishness. Sir, can I say one more thing? What you got to say to me now? I just wanted to let you know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Althea got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man, no. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> doc, doc, yeah. Uh-huh. Doc, yeah, I almost went in on you, Doc. You almost made me go there. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I you. say, I see you put you up to this. Yeah, I see you got me to prank you, man. Wow, man. Oh, man. Hey, man, you all right with me, brother. I got to ask you something, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> 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 what y'all think? <laughs> we think you're crazy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thanks for riding too much. Uh-huh. Thank you all. I'm just asking, what y'all think? You know what we think. We need a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Play too much. Playing yeah. with people's marriage licenses. Oh, fake pastors uh. and stuff. <laughs> Somebody got to do it. Somebody mm-hmm. got to do it, baby. <laughs> and I'm doing it on the 13th, me and the beautiful Samoa. April 13th, Saturday night. Just a few tickets left. Two shows, 7 and 10, and they are almost sold out. Less than 50 tickets left. That's right, me and the beautiful Samoa. 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock at the Keswick Theater. Tickets are on sale right now at all Ticketmaster outlets. There we go. That's all all I need right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, congratulations. Coming Mm -hmm. up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, 
work and workout, I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. In entertainment news, 50 Cent is mad after one of his lawyers accidentally broke a one-of-a-kind work of art. Uh, 50 Cent cursed out one of his, quote, fat blank lawyers for, oh, <laughs> for, knocking, yes, wow. for knocking over what he calls his favorite piece of art. It's an Egyptian-themed sculpture featured. Um, it, it had some ornate details on it, like 50's likeness that was stylized as a sphinx. Uh, now, according to 50, the art was handmade in a federal penitentiary. He says, how am I supposed to get another one of these? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to do that. More, more stop, 50. He posted, 50 is crazy. You know how many people locked up you can get this picture from. He said he posted, like a, yeah, like a, a sculpture. He said he posted. You can get that by Friday, really. Friday. <laughs> they start on that this evening. Have that by Friday. <laughs> he posted an after picture of what the art looks like now. It's been glued back together and cracks and all, so he just posted it. So Send you know, it to me, Shirley. Let me see. His followers can see. Okay. okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> in other entertainment news, when you think of likely pairs, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg probably do not come to mind. That is correct. Uh, in spite of all the cooking they do together on their this, you know, the first two seasons of their show, Snoop says there's one thing that Martha won't do with him. Hmm, what could that be, Snoop? He says she won't get high with me. <laughs> mm. uh-uh. No. Martha added, uh, she agreed. She added, I joke about You're it. Smart. Yeah, she's, I joke <laughs> yeah. about it, but so far, no, no, no. 
While she wouldn't give her reasons, uh, Snoop figures she's just scared. But uh, he says Martha gets him drunk every chance she gets. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party, they've changed the name. Uh, season three is back. So check yeah. your local listings for that. It's all That's always a fun show. That's two fun. people you would have never put together. Never. 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 In a million years. And they get along so that. well. They get along so well. Yeah, it's fun. But she won't go there. Hey, Shirley. Mm-hmm. That thing that uh, uh, 50 talking about, what was it made out of? Just like, like toilet tissue or something? Wow, that sculpture! I don't know. It, it it's an it's a sculpture. It's Egyptian theme. Why, why would it be made out of toilet? You didn't hear her say it cracked. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. No, we, we uh, no, once that toilet paper Go get hard, hard, once it get hard, you already know that. That's when like a big sh- it don't. shank. It don't. Huh? It, this ain't a shank. It's a sculpture. Uh, where is they getting sculpture stuff from in the penitentiary? Arts and crafts. Time. Where they get cell phones from in prison time? Out there behind. What? Well, yeah, that's, that's, that, that, yeah, that's wow. where the hardened toilet tissue comes from. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? It is way too early for that comment, uh, though. Oh it is way too early for that. <laughs> well, did you see the sculpture yet? Did yeah. you guys see it? Yeah, we yeah. saw it. Let me see. Let me yeah. see. Let me yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, 50. 50 was mad. 50, don't worry about that. You can. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be all right. You're yeah, going to be all right with that one, missing this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah, power coming back on. Yeah. You got the yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, now I don't look much like you know how, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but he, I mean, he put it back together. It's not the same, but, you know. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. mad. <laughs> he was It'll mad. be all right. Yeah. yeah. He called his fat blank lawyer. <laughs> Cursed him out. That lawyer getting paid. That lawyer getting paid. <laughs> all right, Steve. Uh, we got to move along uh, in spite of your nephew. Uh, listen, uh, it's time for headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks very much, everybody. And yes, this is Andrew with the news and good morning. Oh, well, in Washington yesterday, let's tell you what happened there. The Republican-dominated U.S. Senate voted mostly along party lines to change the rules and make it easier and faster to confirm low-level judicial and agency nominees. Now, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, a Republican, of course, used a maneuver called the nuclear option to cut the amount of debate required before a final vote is taken on certain nominations from, get this, 30 hours to only two. McConnell claims that the change is going to prevent Democrats and other future minority parties, as he puts it, from blocking a president's nominees. However, Democrats worry that it's going to make it easier for the GOP to remake the federal court system by packing it with conservative judges from top to bottom. House Democrats, meanwhile, flexing their political muscle, requesting President Trump's tax returns. The head of the House Ways and Means Committee, Richard Neal, says he's asking for the last six years of the president's personal returns, as well as returns from some of his businesses. No surprise. The president says, I'm not inclined to comply with that. Trump broke with with recent tradition in 2016 when he flat out refused to release his tax returns. Former Vice President Joe Biden is responding to the mounting allegations of inappropriate conduct from several women. Not one of the women said that Biden's conduct felt sexual, but they just say it made them feel uncomfortable, tweaking their nose and stuff like that. Biden's answer 
by way of a video on Twitter where he says his actions were part of his personality, but he now knows he needs to change so as not to be misunderstood. I've never thought of politics as cold and antiseptic. I've always thought about connecting with people, shaking hands, uh, hands on the shoulder, a hug, uh, encouragement. And, and now it's all about taking selfies together. Social norms have begun to change. They've shifted. And the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. That's right. He says, I get it. I get it. President Trump says it looked to him like some Democrats are trying to knock Biden out of contention for their party's presidential nomination. A federal judge in Boston allowing about a dozen parents facing charges of bribing their kids' ways into top colleges and universities to remain free on bail. The group of alleged buy their kids' way into college folks include actors, several doctors, some prominent business people, and the judge is allowing them to remain free on bail. However, the Boston judge did add a few more conditions. For instance, uh, they'll There'll be no international vacations, and uh, they must all get written permission from the court before traveling outside the country for any kind of work. Each one of them is charged with mail fraud, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. One person has already come, said that they're guilty uh, in hopes of not getting a, you know, hopes of getting a real reduced sentence or maybe just probation. Finally, today is National Carrot Day. Uh, what's up, Doc? Yeah, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, babe. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nipsey Hussle's alleged murderer currently is being held in solitary confinement because cops are afraid he'll be killed in jail. Police refuse to let Eric Holder mingle with the general population because they believe he is a target. As it is, cops say they were in a race to arrest him before someone on the street took him out. The judge set Holder's bail early Wednesday morning at over $7 million. Seven million forty thousand dollars to be exact. So, well, he won't be getting yeah, out. He'll be in there and, for a uh, while. You know what, man? People like this, he doesn't have any idea what he's done. Yeah, uh-uh. he, doesn't. he he doesn't have any idea what he's done. And I hope one day he realizes the magnitude of what he did. And I mean, and I don't know how a person comes to that realization because I've never had to do that. I mean, I've had to come to terms with my mistakes, but I've never done this to another human life. But I want him to understand somehow one day the magnitude of what he did. Yeah. The implications of it all, the consequence of it all, of it all, the ramifications of it all, and most importantly, the loss of it all. Yeah. I want him to understand and feel that. And I, I don't know that he can and will, but I want him to grow up enough to understand what he did. Because, man, if you understood from a series of people yeah. that this life you wiped off this earth, man, because of what is now gone from this earth and all the contributions he was going to make mm-hmm. and making, yeah. and you just came along and you wiped that away because you are who you are. Yeah. And don't you know that if you were different if you were different, Eric, what's his name? Holder? Yeah, oh, Eric Holder, yeah. the murderer. Yeah, the alleged murderer. That, yeah. No, nah, ain't no alleged. He did it. See, that's another thing about this country I get sick of. We don't need no trial. Look, man, you did it. Now we spending money and all this here. He did it. We know he did it. You got the footage. I'm telling you, man, overseas, when they once they know it's you and you on footage, you your American lawyer can't come over here and get you. So true. No, nah, you in prison, dog. And then they send you a piece of paper tell you how long you're going to be in there. We had to try. You ain't had to come. 
Yeah, some places strong, ain't man. no, some places ain't no, ain't no prison. They finna, they finna handle it right there in the courtyard. Oh, that dog day. it, dog it. But what he <laughs> did, I, I want him to grow to understand yeah. what he did. And I, <sighs> man, yeah. if young Thanks. people, if young people could see this and go, wow, mm-hmm. that was so uncool to do. Yeah. Oh, they are. I'll never yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely, Steve. Wow. Heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. It really is. All right, guys. uh, Coming up at 34 after the hour, Taraji P. Henson opens up about mental illness. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to Variety magazine, Taraji P. Henson is working to take away the stigma of mental illness in the black community. Not only has she started a foundation to address the issue, she's also opening up about her own struggles with depression and anxiety. Taraji says that the lack of privacy is a contributing factor. She says it wears on me. I have to be conscious about everything, everything, every move I make, everything that comes out of my mouth. I have to to go over it. That's not living. That's just being. She says living is being in the moment and saying whatever the freak you want to say, and that's what it is. But I can't do that. To cope, Taraji says she has a therapist. That's the only way she can get through it. Uh, She says if I'm going to change for the better, I need honesty, and sometimes your friends and family don't have it in them to be brutally honest. Wow. That is deep Hmm. right there. That is deep. That is yeah. deep. That is, yeah. I, I guess that's tough for her. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. That ma- it makes a lot of sense. I could see how people can tire of this. Mm-hmm. It is draining. It is very draining, man. Yeah. And uh, I, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Lawrence today. Now, I don't think I have a mental problem. I really don't. But I'm probably, I've been diagnosed mm. I mean, by yeah, several people. You're a little people. touched, though. Mm. Well, you know, well. I've had some people say something was wrong mm. with me, but oh. they weren't medical people. They were just street people. <laughs> Yeah. And so, like, uh, last night before I got off work, mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to the Family Feud audience, and I was telling them today was a weird day for me. Mm-hmm. And a uh, lady said, how so? I said, I woke up, I got a really, really troubling phone call. Mm-hmm. And you know how the audience goes, oh. I say, but I had to come to work anyway. And my job is to entertain people and put a smile on people's face. That's my job. And regardless as to how I was feeling, Mm -hmm. what's happening, don't nobody know that. So people that stood in line, man, I have to deliver that to them a good time. And yesterday was a a, a little, a little bit tough, but it, but it's a lot of those days like that, man. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a lot of those days, and you got to stand and deliver. So I can understand where uh, Taraji's coming from, because man, there are days, man, when this being on. Mm-hmm. And under the spotlight, it, it can be daunting, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I do, I am grateful to God that I cope with it as the way I do. And everybody don't have the same coping skill. And I just, I, I, I really wish the best for uh, Taraji because I didn't know that. Let me ask you, how, how do you cope with it? Because you're, you're very famous. I mean, you uh, know, Steve. I just, uh, d- like my wife helped me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like on days when I cannot deal with it, she says, Steve, go home. Let's just go home. We ain't going out to dinner. Like, we used to go out to dinner after shows. Mm-hmm. And I'd be whipped from the day's work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting at the table, 
And it's just me and my wife, and she's holding my hand, and I'm looking at her across the table, and we just having dinner. And then here comes a fan, and they say something, and I've been like, okay, excuse me, I'm, I'm just, mm-hmm. um, hey, man, let me get a picture with you. I said, nah, nah, bro, I'm eating. I'm eating with my wife. Damn, man, so I can't get a picture? I said, dog, I said, I'm eating with my wife. Steve, Steve, stop. He doesn't know that mm. you're tired. Right, right. He doesn't, he doesn't know. So now you got to cool out. I said, but baby, he was rude. I told him I was having dinner. I know, Steve, but if listen to me. If today ain't your day and you don't feel like this, let you stay home. Let's go home. <laughs> but yes. don't sit out here because these are your fans <laughs> and they don't know. And I had to learn that. Yeah. And then the rest of it is, man, I have a rule. All women, all elderly people, and all children, I just go on and accommodate them. Dudes is my out. Now, my man, I don't feel like it today. Oh, okay, right on, bro. Glad to meet you. Can I shake your hand? Yeah. And bros like that. Now, women, you can't turn women down. Why? Because they might go in on you, right? You've had that happen a few times. I done really had. I didn't, man, it went in on me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Black. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Big lip. Yeah. All right, up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject, a piece of a man or no man at all. Hmm, that's the subject. Right now, the nephew's here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev? Give me my change for a hundred. Whoa, whoa. Why are you so aggressive? Aggressive, yeah. When you want your change, you have to be aggressive. <laughs> Give me my change for a hundred. Oh, you're wrong. Man. I'm talking to a stripper. Oh, now, I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally gave you a hundred. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody mean to give you no whole hundred. Okay? <laughs> you are cheap. Okay? Give me my change for that hundred. Oh, uh-uh. Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Mm, speaking. Hello? Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey, uh, you did a, uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean, uh, Sean, you remember Sean? Yes, uh, yes. Okay. Now listen, when you um, you was doing a lot of lap dances at night. You remember that? Yes. So, how did you get my number? How how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay. Well, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I was saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Well, listen, you know. Uh, that night, I was at the party. You did some lap dances for me. But okay. what I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was, the lap dances was $10, am I right? Right. You would be correct, yes. Okay. They were $10. The lap dances was $10, but I accidentally, I thought I gave you a $10 bill when I really gave you $100. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need... Actually, what I, the reason why I called you was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that, you know, I'm trying to get that ninety dollars back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well, the dude that um. Who was dude? Who was dude? That threw the bat. You know, the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor. Uh, Billy. Billy, the one that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. And- what I'm trying to, you know, tell you is, is that I got the number from him. Okay, okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. 
okay? And, and you want me to give see, you see, I gave ninety dollars. I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you ten dollars, but it was a hundred dollar bill. So the reason what I'm saying to you is that I want to get the other ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars. Excuse me. I'm not giving you your damn ninety dollars. Hell, when hold you gave me the hundred dollars. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, you, hold on. I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't I was think you to understand. Give you Ten dollars. That's it. The other ninety dollars belong to me. I ain't get my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That ninety dollars was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn hundred dollars at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. Cause you should. You gonna give me my ninety dollars? Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was trying to give you. I was trying to give you ten dollars. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't even understand what what's going on right here. Lady, my you should have been there. I wasn't trying to. When, when nobody trying to give you no money. This a misunderstanding. I need yes, to get my hundred dollars back. Now look, I'm already saying I was giving ten, but ninety of that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no damn man. How you lost your man? You calling me, waking me up, talking about giving you ninety dollars? I'm not giving you that. Have you lost your man? I'm gonna give you a tip, but I ain't giving you no ninety dollar tip. You did. You got my hundred dollars. Hey, lady, look. I'm not gonna sit here and go at it. I go at it with with you all this. Look, I want to get my ninety dollars back from you. No, first of all, if you call me later one more time, I'm gonna come find you and kick your. Ass. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there in the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady, so on the real, I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no hundred dollars. All right, so I'm when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with the extra nine dollars. So you I'm not trying to get your swap. I told you I want my ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you a thing. I'm not to come find me then. Come find me. Come find me.
I said, I got one more thing to say to you. Are you what listening you to say? me? What you, what you got to say? What is it? What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Who is this? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Gonna make you get your killed. I'm gonna cut you in. You alright, baby? <laughs> Are you alright? <laughs> no, I'll be alright when I kick your in. That'd be good. That wasn't cool. What y'all saying? No, you're going to make it rain, then going to want some change some from change. me. You better get out of here. my change for a hundred. That's all I'm saying. Play you, too much. You have nothing to say on that, Steve? No, I never your do. Nephew? No, I told you, I ain't coming on these uh, pranks no more. But a change, oh, change for some money he gave her? Come on. Why, why, why are we even talking about strip? I keep because she got the hundred. <laughs> Why do you not see this? Oh, it's us. You already know if you go to Magic City and you want to give, uh-uh, uh-uh, be nice. Uh-uh. No, no, mm. no, no. I don't go to Magic City. Let's stop. You know you're okay. not in the strip clubs. When I go to Magic City uh-huh. and I got a hundred, I don't want to give you my whole hundred. I want to give you $5 and get my dollars $95 back? You are crazy. You got to, because you, you probably ain't even got your wallet or phone. <laughs> she got 95 ones on the ground. You can give me my chain. <laughs> I know these dancers. This is it, dude. What, what, what strip you look, <laughs> no, go around getting changed? <laughs> I don't know. But listen. If you are a stripper and you in Glenside, Pennsylvania, I will be there April the 13th. Me and the beautiful Samoa, hey, 7 o'clock hey, dog, show and dog, 10 o'clock. Dog, yeah. dog, you married. You can't invite strippers to your show. No damn more. Yes. Well, as well, for sure. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew Tommy. My goodness. Up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, a piece of man or no man at all. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one today. And boy, is this one interesting. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. <laughs> all right. Subject, a piece of man or no man at all. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a divorced 59-year-old woman, and I started dating a 67-year-old sexy gentleman in December. Our relationship is great. We had lots of fun together, and he keeps me smiling. I followed Uncle Steve's rules for dating and almost made it to 90 days. But on that 87th day, we decided it was time to get busy. He told me he couldn't take it any longer and he had to have me. I was more than ready, willing, and able for our big night together. 
So there I was, lying across the bed, smelling good, lying across his bed, smelling good in a soft pink negligee when he walked in. He came in and sat at the foot of the bed and started getting undressed. Steve and Shirley, you are not going to believe this. This man took off his pants and then he took off one of his legs. What? What? I inched over toward the middle of the bed as if I was in the room with a monster. Then he slid up to the top of the bed by me and he took his top row of teeth out and slid them in the top drawer of the nightstand. (laughs) He leaned over to kiss me and I had to stop him and be totally honest with him. I told him that it's no big deal that he wears dentures, but he should have told me he had a fake leg. You don't just spring that on a woman. He he told me that he understood how I felt, and he put his leg back on. I got dressed, and he walked me out to my car. Since that night, I have been trying to act normal, like everything is okay, but I am still in shock. He is the sweetest man I've ever dated, and I'm trying to keep an open mind, but I can't imagine having sex with him at all now. So what do you think? Is it better to have a piece of a man instead of no man at all? I need your advice. Wow. I think this is a first of this kind of letter, and and you're right. This is quite shocking. Quite shocking. But I I blame him for not telling you. I I just do. He had a whole 87 days, 87 days to tell you. And at 67, he should know that he can't keep something like that a secret. Come on, a leg and a whole set of teeth. You said on the second line that he's a sexy 67-year-old gentleman or a 67-year-old sexy gentleman. That's not sexy. That is not sexy. And, and and you're getting ready to have sex, and I, I mean, did he forget what, what went through his mind to do to take off his leg and to take out his teeth? Uh, come on, man. I, I mean, I, I just think you're dead wrong for this. He was. Um, you needed to be prepared. You needed to be warned about this. And you guys had almost three months to get to know each other better and to to talk about this. I mean, he knows he's dead wrong for this. So you ask the question, is it better to have a piece of a man instead of no man at all? I tell you, don't settle. If this is not what you want, you say he's the sweetest man of all, but you can't imagine having sex with him at all now. So, I mean, what's a relationship without, you know, a good, healthy sex life? So if you can't imagine that ever with him because of that, then uh, I guess, you know, uh, the answer to your question is no. That's a good man. Steve? Well, now, I have a different approach to this. Thank you. Come on. Come on up. Dear Steve and Shirley, I'm divorced. 59-year-old woman. I'm dating a 67-year-old real sexy man. Uh, December, relationship was great. Keep you smiling. You tried to follow the 90-day rule. But on day 87, we decided it was time. That's only three days. I ain't mad at it. He told me he couldn't take it any longer. I understand. He had to have me. I was more than ready. The big night came. You laying there. Cross the bed. Smelling good. Pink lingerie. Lingerie. Negligee. Mm -hmm. He walked in, sat on the foot of the bed. Started getting undressed. You still laying there, smelling good, girl. 
You know what I'm saying? Then y'all try to say, Steve and Shirley, you ain't going to believe this. This man took off his pants, and then he took off one of his legs. He's right. I inched over in the middle of the bed if I was in the room with him. Then he slid up on top of the bed by me and took his top row of teeth out. Oh. Slid him in the top drawer of the nightstand. He longed over to kiss me, and I had to stop him and be totally honest. I told him it was no big deal that he wear dentures, but should have told me about his fake leg. Ah, let's stop right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's stop this damn letter How did right you stop? here. <laughs> let's stop this damn letter. What do you mean that he should have told you he had a fake leg? What do you mean? What do you? What does she mean? Who got one and you don't know it? <laughs> yeah, you should have seen mm. that. Really. You ain't never seen the wind blow when he had his pants on? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Got a point, no? Evidently not. You ain't never seen the wind blow when he got his pants on. Wonder why one of his legs were real skinny. <laughs> you ain't see that? Mm. You didn't see what his shoe was sitting in? <laughs> what is that in his shoe? He should have told her. Don't no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. Let's stop all this now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What was that in his shoe? <laughs> when he crossed his leg, you ain't know that it was just some just, you ain't see that. Why his socks fit different on this leg than the other leg? <laughs> He didn't tell you he had a fake leg. Who you know got one and you don't know it? This ain't his fault. He assumed you saw it. No, he assumed. I'm telling you, man, he probably said, I know she done seen me the way I walk. Uh-uh. I know, I know she thought that. Now they sitting on the edge of the bed. He getting naked. Now he got to take his leg off. It ain't bother you that he can put that whole row of damn teeth in the drawer. That ain't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> this a backwards-ass letter right here. Everything You take your me. damn teeth out your head and put it in the drawer. Right. And if we finna kiss, that's the first thing. Right. We did damn the leg. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Hold that thought. We'll be back at 23 after the hour with part two of Steve's response to a piece of a man or no man at all right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap this strawberry letter. Piece of man or no man at all. Wow. I'm going to get into the piece of man or no man at all later on. But I got news for you, Shirley. See, you can't blame this dude for this here. She mad because she been dating this man and wanted to follow the 90-day rule. Well, they couldn't. They got to 87. He said he had to have her. She get on the negligee. She lay across the bed. She smelling good. He come in. He sit on the foot of bed. He start undressing. He take his pants off. Then he take his leg off. He should have told her. How the hell she ain't no Shirley? That is, this is not her fault. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm she's as <laughs> much to blame as he is. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He should have. I got her. a fake leg. Ain't whenever somebody had to tell you that. Huh? When has somebody had to tell you they got one? <laughs> I don't get that. I ain't ain't nobody walked up to me and I ain't know it right off. How, Shirley? Uh-uh. You ain't gonna blame this man. The man he just living his life. He should have told her. What are the ninety Tell days for? What? what are the ninety days for to get to know each other to talk about things? She ain't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
No. Uh-uh. He should have told her, and you know it. Get what is here. that in his shoe? I wear dentures. I wear dentures, and I have no, a no, fake uh-uh. leg. No, no. What is that Whatever. in his shoe? Uh-uh. Why would he walk that shoe don't bend? Somebody answer this question. Why that shoe look brand new and a crease in it? Why? You can't tell me, Shirley, uh-uh. that this woman shouldn't have noticed it. You but can't now, tell me he shouldn't have told her. Okay, Shirley, yeah. I just saying that it ain't all his fault. Didn't notice him. Then this man she scoots didn't. up in the bed and pulls a whole row of people <laughs> and that set them nasty. in a drawer. Now, she says in the letter, it's no big deal that he wear dentures, but he should have told me he had a fake leg. What? Well, that means she got him, too. <laughs> Either, that. Either that, she ain't looking. But you don't just spring that on the woman. Spring? That's a bad choice. You can spring that on the woman. That's stupid, Steve. No, you don't. I promise you he ain't spring this on the <laughs> He told me, I, and you told him just spring now. He told me that he understood how I felt, and he put his leg back on. I got dressed, and he walked me out to the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold up now. You tripping about the leg. Hmm. Anyway, since that night, I've been trying to act normal, like everything is okay, but I'm still in shock. He is the sweetest man I've ever dated, and I'm trying to keep an old man, but I can't imagine having sex with him at all now. So what do you think? Is it better to have a piece of a man instead of no man at all? First of all, I want you to stop calling this man a piece of a man. That's the first thing I want you to do. Because him having a leg has nothing to do with him being a man. You know, yeah, not having a leg ain't got nothing to do with him being a man. Do you know how many men don't have arms or leg or something, but they every bit of man as anybody else? So that I would really like for you to stop calling him a piece of a man. Because you don't know how he lost that leg. That's lot a valid of, point. Lot of, <clears throat> lot of, Tommy got a whole uh, 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 foundation, foundation mm-hmm. wounded mm-hmm. warriors, yeah. men and women who go over here and sacrifice. They come back. We can't call these people pieces of nothing. Yeah, that's a valid that's point. That's so now, good. first of all, stop calling him piece of a man. Because this is all man. Everything else working fine. I'd be more shocked by these damn teeth what I'd be wearing. <laughs> what you, you ain't been doing is take your teeth off and put them in no drawer, and then I put my tongue in your mouth, and all of a sudden I'm trying to find <laughs> some damn teeth. Now I'm all up in the roof of your mouth and everything, the same thing. Tongue and gum, I'm baby. feeling ridges and stuff. I got to taste polydent all on my tongue and everything. Too much. You got polydent on your gum. Just slid them out without brushing your teeth. Go and brush your damn teeth. <laughs> Kissing you and I'm tasting polydent. Yeah. yeah. Damn gum glue. Oh, he might be cold without that leg. Ain't no telling. What I'm he telling you, that boy come to work. <laughs> might have been because see, when you ain't got that other leg, I have both of them. But I've had like a Charlie horse in one of them, and it's been out of commission. <laughs> so I had to let it lay there like it wasn't working. And but that put more pressure on one side, and you come in from different angles, girl. You might be missing something. All right. Hello. Let's 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 flip this. What if she only had one leg? Oh, you can't do this to uh-huh. me. Exactly. Uh, no. Exactly. Well, see, because we got different. I have requests. Uh-huh. 
Men are visual. Mm. Uh, you know, certain yeah. things I'm gonna say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, it's hard to be. It's hard to be a woman and do that. We gonna. You ain't never got no. You ain't never got no dress on. <laughs> Meaning you would know is what you're saying. You and then why, why you. have you shaved the heel down on that shoe? On <laughs> what happened? I cannot. She is you. no way you gonna fool me. Uh -uh. I already know something going on. But Steve, now, I still you can love get you. Oh yeah, you still fine. Uh huh. But I but I see that though. Uh -huh. now, we gotta ask a couple questions first. Uh -huh. All right. And if she didn't have now, her why you got one of your shoes is a Christian Louboutin, uh -huh. and the other one is a Rockport. <laughs> I need I need to know what's happening. <laughs> that Rockport holding it together, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. God, Steve. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out well. why you got stocking on one leg and ain't one on the other. Uh huh. Okay. I, I need to know what's happening. <laughs> I need you to tell me what's happening. Why is this shoe open toe? And this one right here is a bowling shoe. I need somebody to talk to me. Holy I need somebody to talk Stupid. to me. Velcro leaves it up. Right behind you. I, I can be in the car. see okay. that you have on a high heel slide on this foot. But explain the house shoe. Let me get my purse. This is ridiculous. Let's go. Uh -huh. We're out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys are too stupid. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. You got your Nike on though, one right? foot. You got your Nike on oh, one foot. Oh. But every time I see you, you got a ski boot on. I need to know what's happening. <laughs> I need amen. to know what's happening. She said she can't imagine having sex with him at all now, Steve. Well, I just want to know why when you jumped up last week, you had to hear him sit back down. What the hell is happening? <laughs> Look, we got to go. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. All right, guys, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, looks like there's going to be a part three of the Strawberry Letter yet oh, again today. Yeah, they got more to say on this one-leg loving. No, nah, uh, we don't have nothing to say. Oh. Now that Motown is coming in. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Uh -oh. And Deacon Jeff James. All right. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But before we get to that, uh, the fellas are here, the three comedians in the building, uh, to do part three of the Strawberry Letter. Uh, the subject was a piece of a man or no man at all, a woman who's 59, wrote in and uh, started dating a 67-year-old sexy gentleman in December. She tried to do like Steve's book said and wait the entire uh, 90 months, uh, 90 days, but she got to 87 days, and she said it was on. Neither of them could wait any longer. So um, she got all sexy with it and was lying across the bed in her pink lingerie and everything, and she said he came in, sat on the bed, uh, proceeded to get undressed, took his pants off, took his leg off, and then uh, took his top row of teeth off and put them in the uh, nightstand in the top drawer. He didn't tell her anything. <laughs> she was devastated. <laughs> he ended up walking her to her car. She said she didn't know if she could ever have sex with him again. So what should she do? Oh, Reverend no. Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here. We. <laughs> 
We here today for <laughs> special opportunity. Oh, that's right. That's right. I myself and my beloved Deacon introduce right. yourself. Uh, Deacon Death Jam, right here on your side, Pastor. Mm-hmm. And who am I? You are Reverend Motown. <laughs> Hit maker mm-hmm. <laughs> of the of the of the wondrous kind. Yeah. We're discussing the results of the reading from the book of Strawberry. Uh-huh. Chapter 23. What verse was that too, Pat? One. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Oh, all of them in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them one. It started at the beginning. All right, Ben. Uh, the book of Strawberry, chapter one, mm-hmm. where it says, he proceeded to take off his slacks and then took his leg off. Stop right there, Pastor. Expound. There was a man, <laughs> uh, 67 years old. Come on now. Sexy. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Swap. Come on. I, 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 and we waited, just like the book said. Mm-hmm. Almost 90 days, 87 to be exact. We laid up in the bed. Next thing yeah. I know, I'm across the bed. I mm. got baby all on my booty. <laughs> it's shining in the night light coming out the bathroom. Come on now. He sat on the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. took his shirt off. Yeah. A muscular back. Mm-hmm. But I found out why. Dude, he <laughs> took his pants off. Took them pants off. Took his pants off. Yeah. I was sitting there waiting, anticipating of mm. the loving that was coming my way. And mm. then I noticed out the corner of my eye, something, uh, something caught that nightlight. I saw a shiny steel rod. Steel rod. <laughs> then I noticed... Mm-hmm. That the shoe was still attached to the rod. And ah, next thing I know, he took his leg off. He <laughs> took his whole leg off and tried to slide up next to me in the bed. I tried to run. I was scared as hell. I ain't never been with a man that had one leg before. But now let me tell you why we're here today. Deacon, tell him why we're here today. The subject is. The subject is. <laughs> I thought he was going to help me out, but I guess not. The subject, is, I, I left it in my notes. Uh, the, the, the subject uh, is one-legged loving. Yeah. You one, yeah. didn't take the chance. Sister, you wrote and talked about he was a piece of a man. I told the congregation, ain't no such thing as a piece of a man just because he's had an injury of some Mm. kind. They more men than most, and I tell you what you missed out. One leg loving is some good loving if you ain't never had it. You ever tried sometime. You don't know what was headed your way. I'll Mm, tell mm, you mm. one thing about one legged loving. (laughs) 
Talk to the me. chances What's of getting that? a Charlie horse is reduced yeah. 50%. You better understand where I'm coming from. And you ain't got to worry about the fitted sheet coming up on both ends. He ain't got but one leg. He can't tell me one corner. Come on, him, pal. There's so many wow. things. Then when he gets to driving the message home, you Bring ain't got to worry about getting knots all over the top of your head. You ain't going to get knots with on one side because it ain't got but one leg. You can't push off both on one side. Come on. This is where you get to experience things you ain't ever experienced before. Mm-mm-mm. He can act like one leg is hanging off the edge, but still, <laughs> <laughs> even though it ain't, you can get yeah. some things happening to you. He can put, if he got his left leg missing, he can put his left hip up against the headboard and come off from that angle, because ain't uh-huh. nothing over there stopping him. Uh-huh. Uh, here's another one. Come on. If you do it the other style, you know what yeah. they call it, roo, roo. I think you know what I'm saying. Without one more time, Matthew, one more time. I said, if you get in that other style, roo, roo. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about having to be on both your knees. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is hang one leg off the edge of the bed. You don't know what you're missing with this one-legged lover. This man could be bringing it in ways you ain't never had it before. Wow. Now, Pastor? Uh-huh. Can he do the hokey pokey? Uh, I don't. What is that so What is that, that demon? You put your one leg in, you put one leg out. Well, you I, do the hokey what, pokey well, and you shake it all about. Well, what it is, is you put the one leg in, you got to leave the other one out because the other leg is at the foot of the bed. We got to go. <laughs> we'll have more on the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Carla's reality update coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. 
They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. She is here. Carla Farrell with what? Reality Update. All right. Thank you very much, nephew. Real Housewives of Atlanta. The season Mm -mm. finale. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. Ooh, Yeah. So Portia and her fiance, her baby daddy, Dennis, they threw a baby gender reveal party. And uh, she was upset. Portia was a little upset because the party didn't go as planned. She wanted a carnival-like theme party. And pretty much the party planners, they kind of dropped a ball at the beginning. They were late setting things up. Uh. Portia was emotional. You know, when you're pregnant, you cry mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat. I know I did. Shirley, did you cry a lot? Girl, yeah. Pregnant? Girl, at a Girl, Hallmark me commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Steve. Yeah. I cried the whole damn pregnancy. <laughs> Nine months, huh? <laughs> but anyway, uh, the party planners, they Got things going. It finally came together. And her friends and family, they were there to support her and Dennis. And everything was fine. The gender, the baby gender reveal went off. And um, Portia, you know, the confetti was pink. And even though Portia had little pieces of blue in her confetti, so she was confused (laughs) for a second. (laughs) But anyway... It was a girl. Obviously, Portia has already had her baby mm-hmm. in, you know, real life. But on the show, she huh? was still expecting. On the oh, show. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, she was still expecting. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, she had the baby last week. Oh, she yep, had so. a little girl? Uh-huh. Yeah, she did. Pilar, everything PJ. good? The baby healthy? Every, mm-hmm. Everything cool, is good. Cool. And as a matter of fact, Steve, uh, Portia and her fiance, Dennis, her baby daddy, they are getting a baby spinoff special called Portia's Having a Baby. And it's going to premiere on Bravo uh, at the end of this month. What do you, so that's what do you cool. mean a spinoff special? What that means? You know, like... She ain't um, going to be on the show no more? Yeah, she's going to still be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. They just gave her a show. You know how they usually do, like, the wedding specials with some of the different castmates? Well, for Portia, she got a show about her pregnancy and the journey and having the baby. So hmm. you get to see more of just her and her fiancé oh. and the baby and okay. all that. So, yeah, it's called Portia's having them. a baby. Huh? I ought to give me one. You a know, baby? just a show on how I'm taking oh. my, while I take a film, me taking all my supplements throughout the day. <laughs> Steve taking vitamins. What? Yeah. Okay. You know, just, yeah, that's Just, okay. you know, follow that's me around, watch good. me take all these yeah. damn herbs I'm taking. <laughs> okay. Well, you are the TV guy, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be a hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, dude. Because you. Yes. Yes, he has that touch. All right, moving on. Cynthia invited the girls to her launch party. She is a new cocktail drink 
uh, peach Bellini drink. She did a partnership with Seagram's. Oh. And uh, she had a launch party, and all the girls were there invited to support Cynthia. And a blast from the past was there, Miss Kenya Moore. Well, child, Nene was livid that Kenya was there. She called her a monster. The issue is that Nene felt like Cynthia should have told her that she was going to invite Kenya to the party since Kenya and Nene didn't get along. Now, Cynthia claims she really didn't know that Kenya was actually coming to the party. But, you know, Nene's point is if me and you were cool and you're inviting someone that I'm not cool with, you know, because Nene says her and Cynthia are like sisters. You ought to tell me. You should give your girl a heads up to say, hey, your girl might come through. So that's what Nene's point was. And Nene also feels that Cynthia acts different when Kenya's around versus Mm -hmm. when they're together. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, it was just a little drama. Mm -hmm. Kenya was still there at the party and Cynthia was on the mic and thanking everyone for coming out and supporting her. Then Kenya got on the mic and congratulated Cynthia, then Nene was a little salty. She, I think she was just a little jealous about that. And then Cynthia wanted to thank Greg because Greg felt good enough to come out. Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Cynthia That's wanted good to, to recognize. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Junior. So really Cynthia good. wanted to recognize Greg for coming out and supporting. Mm-hmm. And she called him up to the mic. And Nene told Greg not to go up there. <gasps> no, she yeah. did not. Yeah, she told Greg don't go up there. So Greg didn't go up there. So it was kind of, Cynthia was kind of left hanging. Uh-huh. After the launch party, um, Nene decided to talk to Cynthia and kind of tell her how she felt. And she brought the new friend, Tanya, along. And then Cynthia bought candy. Now, during the party, Mike was there. Uh, Steve, you're familiar with Cynthia's boyfriend, Mike Hill. You're the My one man. to introduce them and hooked them up and made this love connection. She whispered to him that she was supposed to act like she didn't know that Kenya was coming. So there's some shade that's what, going who? on with uh-huh. Cynthia whispered to Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. supposed to act like I don't know that Kenya was coming. That's what she whispered to to him. What? So Pete, so Nene, you see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. see why Nene felt like what what's the shade going on? Nene doesn't know Cynthia did that. Cynthia calls Candy when they were all supposed to hook up and say, I just want to make sure we're on the same page as to why Kenya came. So then Candy says, Well, I'm I'm mic'd up. I'm mic'd up, meaning her mic is yeah, on, meaning yeah. like we're taping. Shut your, I'm on. Shut your damn mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so Nene can <could laughs> hear her. No, Nene didn't hear any of this. Oh, this is oh, what the okay. viewers saw, but it kind of, oh. yeah, it kind of validates Nene's point. Like, what's going on? What are you on? doing? Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing? So that was the season finale. So, of course, you got to wait for the reunion show. So now after this particular episode aired, the, the blogs were talking, people were out there talking. So Candy and Cynthia basically said that this is why they did it the way they did, that Kenya wanted to be paid to come to the party because Kenya is not on this show anymore. Mm-hmm. So she said she wasn't going to come to the party unless she was going to get paid. Candy talked Kenya into coming to the party. So in a way, Cynthia really didn't know oh, that okay. she was going to come to the mm-hmm. party. But Nene, you know, Nene ain't probably trying to hear all that. So hit me up. That's a long story short. But hit me up at Lips by Carla and tell me you're on Team Nene or Team Cynthia. It was mm. good, huh? It was oh, juicy, man. Huh? Yeah. man, and I love Nene. Oh, I love her. She's going yeah, through it. I, she... I like I like I love Cynthia too, you know. 
She's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and Greg is doing good. And uh, you know, beautiful news. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that great news? Mm-hmm. Greg really is. That's great, man. Yeah. I like that brother, man. Yeah. I like Greg a lot. Yeah, he's got man. a lot Smooth of wisdom. Cat. I wish him mm-hmm. the best. I've been praying for him, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he changed his mind, Steve. He decided to uh, get chemo treatment. And Nene was on TMZ the other day saying Greg is kicking cancer's butt. So Greg is looking good. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, that's good. Yes. yes. Hanging that's okay, God. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't he Prayers do it, Junior. Healing. Yes, he yep. will. <laughs> yes, he will. Yep. So go to Lips by Carla again. You know, we'll talk about all of this socially. And mm-hmm. make sure you uh, go to WDAS-FM. I will be in Philadelphia this Saturday. Women of Excellence Luncheon. I'll be there. So we'll talk about all that on the gram at Lips by Carla. We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman appeared in federal courtroom uh, yesterday in Boston. The actresses are the most famous parents charged in that massive college admissions cheating scandal. Now, this is according to the USA Today. Uh, the pair said little. They did not enter pleas and were released on bail. Lori, her husband, Massimo uh, Gianelli, and Felicity Huffman were charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services fraud. Judge M. Page Kelly reported uh, reportedly said the maximum sentence would be, wow, this is a long time, 20 years in prison for this. You're That's lying. the maximum sentence. 20 years in prison, three years probation, oh. and a $250,000 fine. And jail time what? is a, yes, jail time is a real uh, possibility, oh, a very real possibility. Now, TMZ says if they Ooh. make, a pl- even if they make plea deals, they'll stin- they could still end up behind bars. A uh, source says you can't have people being treated mm-hmm. differently because they have money. That's are you how kidding we, me? He said that's how we got to this place. Are, are they kidding me? That's, hey, I'm just, you that's know, I'm exactly the how they treat yeah. people. I have news for you. <laughs> they treat people differently who have money and they treat people differently who have different color skin. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the sure. game. Yeah. We can stop this all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You can't treat people away because of how they are. That should have been the rule a long time ago. It's never been the rule. But now they want to, everybody want to apply it. Every, every, everybody wants it to be when, when they think they on the side of righteousness. But I'm telling you, man, I, I, you know what I think is going to happen here? What? Absolutely what? nothing. <laughs> oh, man. They're not going to send him to white women to jail. You got to be kidding me. You don't think so? No, sir. No, sir. Maximum sentence, um, 20 years, three years probation, $250,000 fine. I'm going to tell you right That's now, wrong. I would be shocked. Yeah. They I, got the fine money. If, if, oh, if yeah, they, they go got to that. jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked. Now, what they did was supposed to land you in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if anybody else did it, your ass is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would be shocked, man. I, I just, I don't put this past the, the judicial system. That's USC. And L- listen people. to me, man. This is a different world we live in. You know, the attention that's being paid to the Jesse Smollett case. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> uproar is that they dropped the charges. Right. If he did do anything, what you mad about is Jesse Smollett may have lied. And was allowed to get away with lying. Mm -hmm. That's really all you could be mad about. Now, they say that they think he should pay back the money. They took his $10,000 bail, and they say he should pay back the $130,000 
in fees for all of the police work and all like this. Overtime, manpower, uh, yeah. wages. But, man, you don't think that that same uproar that they had, they should have been had that uproar about a million other cases outside of Jesse Smollett. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. they don't. I'll be surprised if these women go to jail. Do they deserve yeah. to go? Oh, yeah, when you scam the game like that, and if they send any money over wire across state lines, it's federal. Federal? Mm. Yes, ma'am. Wow. wow. This is serious. Yeah, it's very serious. Uh, a maximum uh, of 20 years in prison? That's girl. serious. Max, yeah. 20 years in prison. What I sure saying? want to see their face because they had to look straight crazy. Yeah. Three years probation, $250,000 fine. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> you go in there and somebody say maximum sentence 20 years. The look on your damn face. Oh, yeah. yeah. We be looking like uh, Mitt Romney's wife when they lost the election. <laughs> <laughs> when they came out and had to concede to President Obama's mm. second mm. term. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> All right. Straight crazy. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, 50 Cent is mad after one of his lawyers accidentally broke a one-of-a-kind work of art. Uh, 50 Cent cursed out one of his, quote, fat blank lawyers for na- <laughs> for knocking what? yeah wow. <laughs> for knocking over what he calls his favorite piece of art it's an egyptian themed sculpture featured um it, it had some ornate details on it like 50s likeness that was stylized as a sphinx uh, now, according to 50, the art was handmade in a federal penitentiary. He says, how am I supposed to get another one of these? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm in Boy, boy stop, 50. He posted, you know how many people locked up you can get this picture from. He said he posted, like a, yeah, like a, a sculpture. He said he posted. You can get that by Friday, really. Friday. <laughs> they start on that this evening. <laughs> Had that by Friday. <laughs> he posted an after picture of what the art looks like now. It's been glued back together and cracks and all, so he just posted it. So Send you know, it to me, Shirley. Let his, me see. His followers can see. Okay. Uh, in other entertainment news, when you think of likely pairs, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg probably do not come to mind. That is correct. Uh, in spite of all the cooking they do together on their, this, you know, the first two seasons of their show, Snoop says there's one thing that Martha won't do with him. Hmm, what could that be, Snoop? Mm. He mm. says she won't get high with me. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm. No. But- Martha added, uh, she agreed. She added, I joke about it. smart. Yeah, she's, I joke <laughs> yeah. about it, but so far, no, no, no. While she wouldn't give her reasons, uh, Snoop figures she's just scared. But uh, he says Martha gets him drunk every chance she gets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party, they've changed the name. Uh, season three is back. So check your local listings for that. It's all, That's always a fun show. That's two people you would have never put together. Never. 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 In a million years. And they get along so well. They get along so well. Yeah, it's fun. But she won't go there. Hey, Shirley. Mm Mm-hmm. That thing that uh, uh, 50 talking about, what was it made out of? Just like like toilet tissue or something? (laughs) Wow. That sculpture? I don't know. It's it's a sculpture. It's Egyptian theme. Why why would it be made out of toilet? You didn't hear her say it cracked. Yeah. Once that toilet paper get hard... Once it get hard, you already know that. That's when? like a big shank. Huh? This ain't a shank. This is gold. Uh, where are they getting sculpture stuff from in the penitentiary? Arts and crafts. Where they get cell phones from in the prison, bro? 
Out they behind. What? Well, yeah, that's, 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 that, yeah, that's wow. where the hard and toilet tissue come from. Oh, God. <laughs> Way too early for that comment, uh, though. It is way too early for that. <laughs> well, did you see the sculpture yet? Did yeah. you guys see it? Yeah, we saw it. Let me see. Let me yeah. see. Let me see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, 50. 50 was mad. 50, don't worry about that. You can. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be all right. You're going to yeah, be all right with that one missing this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Power coming back home. Yeah. You got to worry about it. Woohoo! That's right. And they don't look much like you know how, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but he, I mean, he put it back together. <laughs> Kurt's him out. That lawyer getting paid. That lawyer getting paid. All right, thanks, guys. We will be back with our last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good day, a fun day today. You guys yeah. good? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. It's been great. Yeah, we learned anything today. What, what oh, you learned today? I learned about one-legged loving. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I, I actually want to try it. Actually. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. It is good what you said, though, Steve, to the lady. Uh, he's not a piece of a man. No. I, I, I appreciated that. He's yeah, the strawberry man. letter Trust Yeah, me. earlier. Yeah, I appreciated yeah. that. He's still a man. I yes, like sir. that. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. All right, closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Let's go. I, um... In light of, uh, they were talking about this scandal that's been going on with these celebrities and paying all of this money to get their kids into the proper schools, quote unquote, the the elite schools, quote unquote, the the just it school. Mm-hmm. I looked at all these people and I'm just listening to the amounts of money they paid. But you know something, even if you got them in that school, even if you paid the money, even if you never had a guy busted, you really tried to put your child in a position that they didn't deserve to be in. And at the end of the day, I understand as a parent that we all want our children to have a better way of life than the one we had. The sad thing about being a parent is you can't give them everything. Because there's no value, there's no lesson in being given everything. The things that you appreciate the most is the things that you work the hardest to get. The things that you would take care of the most is the thing that you thought you'd never have that you finally got and now taking care of it, you give it your undivided attention. I don't like the fact that people think that they can shortcut their way to the top. I've said this a hundred times. There are no elevators to the top. You have to take the stairs. You got to raise your foot step after step after step. You got to hope you make it to the next landing. You got to hope that you don't tire out too badly before you get there. You might have to stop and you rest them. You might have to stop and just go at a different pace, but you still have to take the stairs. And it's sad, man, that we have people in this world, and I know we all want our children to have a better life than the one we had. I get it. I want that for my children. But you got to let your children go through the process because it's the process that teaches you how to handle adversity. It's the process that teaches you how to deal with setbacks. 
It's the process that gives you the experience needed to finish your trip. It's the process that every person has to go through. I've said this before, but all the things you're going through is God preparing you for what you asked for. You know, I find myself, I've had to have tough skin over the past few months, past few years, actually. And I've developed a much, much tougher skin because God allowed some trials to come my way to better position me, to test my faith, to see if I really would hang in there like I say I would in the midst of difficult times. You're going to get tested from time to time. But that's the challenges of life. You can't remove your children from the challenges of life. You can't get out there and sweep all the bumps, glass, turnarounds, setbacks, manhole covers missing, tacks in the floor, glass in the floor. You can't stop things from happening to your child just because it's your child. And if you do, you're preparing a person that's not going to be ready. You're preparing a person that will not be prepared. If you keep kicking all the rocks out the way, removing all the debris, painting lines down for him, holding lights up for him, when your child does get away from you, they'll have nothing. They'll have nothing in their reserve tank that even resembles success or stick to or how to get over or how to stay over or how to formulate your dreams or how to overcome obstacles or how to deal with setbacks. You got to let your kids go through the process, as difficult as it is. Sometimes I see my children making mistakes and I know it's a mistake. I know in my heart of hearts it's a mistake. I know that this error, this decision, is gonna lead you down a dog path. I know it is. All I can do is once they grow, is I gotta let them figure it out for themselves because they grown now, so you gotta let them go. But you know what though, I've allowed them to go through the process enough times that I just hope they'll make the right decision, and for the most part they do. Now did they make mistakes? Yep, like everybody else's kids. Have I done some things to get them out of some jams? Yes, but haven't you done that with your kids? So I understand that you want your children to have the better life, but I also want you to understand that there ain't no elevator to the top, that you have to take the stairs. And if you keep 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 getting handed the next level and handed to the next level, when you get to the level you think you're going to be at, the top, it's all going to crumble because your foundation wasn't solid enough. It's, 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 it's a sad thing to watch people, parents, helicopter parent, and ride their children so neatly and in one way badly and when they send them out into the world they just get ate up so no elevator to the top you have to take the stairs it's a process y'all everything you're going through is God preparing you for what you ask for just remember that okay this too shall pass those are my remarks whoa Drop it, bro. 
found. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight. 